What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire the AJ Roadshow. At time of recording, it is 9.30 p.m. on Tuesday, November 20th, 2018, and this is the 100th episode! One. The 100th episode One. of Fighting Fire with Fire. It's been a long time coming, and with me at my place in Rosendale, Massachusetts, is the man who said, AJ, I would like to be on for episode 100, and true to my word, it's it's we, we've been coordinating for a couple weeks, yes. and now you're here. I'd like everybody from across the digital sands of time to give a big warm welcome to my boy, Josh, the original Big J Davis. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really happy that this is happening on a number of levels. You were on the podcast for episode 53, I think. Me, you, and Don Earl Brown reviewed the uh, album Damn by Kendrick Lamar, and that was really fun. And now you're back, and we're going to talk about... We were just listening to all sorts of music, as I always do. You are always very patient to sit there and let me just play music for you. It's really fun to do. And we listened to the new Anderson pack a little bit phenomenal uh, which was really funky and groovy we listened to a little bit of the new Vince Staples and then we uh, got ready for a little bit of housekeeping first because your boy's got a couple DJ gigs this week and we're gonna do a little promotion (laughs) for it Uh, by the time this podcast comes out it is gonna be Wednesday uh, November 21st so tonight I'm DJing from 10 to 2 on the stage at Lansdowne Pub the place where Josh and I used to bounce and both no longer bounce Nice yeah. high five for that. <laughs> However, there now one of the things I wanted to discuss with you on this pod today, Josh, is should uh, they're 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 offering me uh, a little bit more moolah to go Ooh. back. Ooh, and and as they say, money talks. It does. Money money Very really much. talks. So do you think uh, now 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 this is this is not this is not an indictment on anybody who works at Lansdowne but there are the, the the staff the staff turnover is high there and some of the the people that they have working the stage right now are just not up to snuff okay which makes it it's hilarious to me that I was I'm now the bar <laughs> by which other stage bouncers are measured because I loved to dance and sing and not bounce so true but so true uh, as is the case with some of the patrons in there I'm continually impressed by how low men set the bar sometimes (laughs) not only in terms of creeping on women but in terms of bouncing on the stage you just gotta do a couple things alright you just gotta only on Lansdowne only (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see we'll see if I if I go back and rejoin the Lansdowne fam I'm still a huge fan of the vast majority of the people that work there but uh, me and you one of the things that we did uh, while we worked at Lansdowne together was we talked about music and you got me into you, I had always been leaning towards DJing and trying to do it and you really lit a fire under my butt for a long period of time and now it's happened and listeners to this podcast know that over the course of this, po- I started the podcast a month before I started working at Lansdowne, so like a month yes. before I met you yeah. and in those, in the in the two years since I've uh Learned. I took DJ classes. Graduated. Have started to get gigs. I worked a couple of weddings. I'm working mm-hmm. like four different friends' weddings next summer. And you have, you know, you get you get to lay claim and as you should and take credit <laughs> for the fact. So any 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 success that I end up going on was the was the genesis of it was you getting on my case like, hey, are you DJing yet? Mm-hmm. Have you bought a controller yet? Have you ordered it? <laughs> have you signed up for classes? First things first. Round of applause. Oh, well, golf clap. We call it golf clap. Golf clap. We do little like, <laughs> golf claps. Golf okay, claps for, for me, 
Yes. Thank absolutely. you, man. Absolutely. It's re- it's been really really fun, and I as you know I only have a little tiny chintzy controller, but uh, you don't need more than that to s- try and smoothly weave one song into the other. And you exactly. were there at my graduation when yes. I had a crowd of like seventy five people mm-hmm. really going. Go. If I do say so Go. myself, amped. <laughs> Straight and you, everyone's and, loving and, it. And you and Laquina, shout out to Laquina. Uh, if hey, hopefully she's listening. What up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, uh, you know, uh, uh, you guys were right there next to me, vibing the whole time. Um, but this, this, your your love of hip hop uh, is just as extensive as mine, if not more so. And I wanted to let the people in on what your journey with um, hip hop has been in terms of your own output, because you are very good at rapping and it is something that you're passionate about and to the point where you have an entertainment company. Yes. So yes. do you, do you want to tell the listeners about what that entertainment company is and Absol- where it started? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Real Squad Entertainment. RSE. RSE, if you will. Yeah. Yes. Uh, fully established 2018 of this month, finally, after Golf years and years yes. and years of planning. What does fully established mean? Fully established means you were either LLC'd or corporated. There you go. Yes. And so you're fully established as yes. of 2018, as, as of a couple weeks ago. As, yes. As of Congratulations, man. Ago, Big things. And right. uh, in order, just just so the people know, if you're going to say it correct, it's real squad. <laughs> <laughs> Did yes. I get that right? Yeah, yeah. I got that right. Okay. Just about. Just about. Because <laughs> that's one of Josh's, uh, one of the ad libs when you're listening to him say, <laughs> if, you, if you're wondering, what is he saying? Real squad. Yeah. Uh, and, and when did you first come up with the idea of calling it Real Squad Entertainment? It was, uh, years ago, it originated as Threes Up Entertainment. Threes Up Entertainment. Threes up entertainment. Which, three, which three fingers? Is it the three I'm holding up? The, the <laughs> pinky the, ring the finger pinky in the middle ring finger? in the middle. Okay. Absolutely. But um, over a few years, I uh, decided to change the name a little bit, and I came up with Real Squad Entertainment around like 2010, like mid-2011. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, like clockwork. My phone goes <laughs> off every single podcast. Jeez. Every single time. I apologize. That's okay. We're good. <laughs> so, um, you, you come up with it in 2010, 2011, and as around, was this before or after you started putting out your own music? This was after. Okay. A little while after. But, um, yeah, like, I really always wanted my own company, my own thing, be able to own, like, all my own music, my own masters and all that. So, I was like, the only way to go about it is to own your own label. Mm-hmm. So I really came up with it, thought thought it out hard, thought about the logo, did it myself. Mm-hmm. And I like and, the logo. Thank you. With the with the the comedy tragedy masks. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's a, there's actually somewhat of a meaning behind it. Mm. I it originated as gold masks. Now gold means royalty. Yep. For the most part. Yep. And the drama masks normally represent somewhat of. A character you put on but if you look deeper into it I put the the color black behind it mm-hmm so it could mean absolutely anything because you never know what is actually mm-hmm. in the dark mm-hmm for the most part you don't know if someone's putting on a character if it's or if it's their actual character you know uh, yeah yes. absolutely yes but yeah that's and, and you and you've uh, put out Lots of different music, including a project that you released uh, in 2017 called To the Past, yes? To the Past, yes. And it's 22 tracks? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was actually going to be uh, 24, but uh, the other two uh, tracks I wasn't really feeling. And the other two, two tracks you weren't feeling? Well, first of all... 
For the po- for the podcast listeners who don't understand, I insist on having like a nice soundproof room. And for once in this room, it's actually getting a little toasty. I have the window cracked. It's starting to get into the winter time. But and, uh, Big J perspirates. Yeah, he perspires from time to time. <laughs> he aspires and he perspires. So, do you have specific end goals for what uh, Real Squad Entertainment is going to do in terms of people you want to sign, music you want to put out, properties? Uh, first things first. Um, no disrespect to the names I'm about to say, but uh, Blow Diddy and uh, Rick Ross and Dr. Dre clear out the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, absolutely like so aim high. Normally, it's a typical uh, record label goals. Own your own studio, your own publishing, all that distribution. Would love to sign artists later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, would love to sign you as mm. a DJ. Oh, thank you. Maybe I as hope, a producer. Hopefully, if hopefully, hopefully, if we get into the production side of things and I actually get good enough where you feel like you, you could trust me with that sort of thing, then yeah, that, that'd be a ton of fun. I want to get there. I love. I, Lord knows I love music enough and I dance around enough while I'm DJing enough to, to, enter, to entertain a crowd. The goal is for... Uh, uh, I had the vision of us at the House of Blues, right? And me DJing for Ooh. you at the House of Blues and playing, because because the DJ comes out first and you get like ten minutes to yourself. I told you this and playing yes. the lineage of Boston hip hop and starting yes. with "Gotta Have It" by Ed O.G. Absolutely. Uh, 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 and getting just just all the hip hop junkies at that at H O B going. That's it's it's, it's uh, a a dream that 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 I've had. So definitely a beautiful vision. Yeah. I like hopefully, it. hopefully I like we get it. to do that one day. It'd be very fun. Uh, you would you say that uh, the people that you just named Diddy and Dre uh, uh, Fifty and I, I'm gonna Rick throw Ross. another name in Rick Ross yes. Master P. Yes. Uh, I, I was gonna ask where your influences are mogul wise because we're not talking rap influences here. We're talking about the business end of things. Yes. Are, is, are those where you get your influences from? Absolutely, especially Diddy because he just owns fucking everything. He did the thing. He really <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He really really won. And people sometimes, you know, uh, uh, rag on Diddy for changing his name a gazillion times yeah. or the fact that he's not a very good rapper in and of itself, <laughs> which he's not, but that's a not the point and not what he well, not what he's paid most of the money to do. Mm-hmm. And B, he won. He won the war. He yes. won the whole thing. Yeah. He did the thing. How the hell did he How is he the last one? <laughs> that's great. Out of that whole Cuz he's smart he's and he's lucky. Yeah. Smart and lucky, right? That's true. That's and true. Do you so so you want to get to the point where you have like mogul status? Yeah. And yeah. if if you did, let's say a bunch of things go right and maybe maybe we're not worth half a bill or whatever Diddy's <laughs> worth, but but we're really our heads far above water. Yes. Uh are there other avenues you'd want to get Real Squad Entertainment into outside of hip hop or outside of music? Absolutely. Uh movies, clothing, Jeez, anything I could get right. my hands on. Right. Uh, alcohol. I mean... Alcohol. May, maybe we can outdo Henny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Put out our own cognac. Yeah, that'd pull, be unbelievable. Pull, pull a quick Jay-Z, you know. Re- <laughs> Realist Squad Entertainment. I'm trying to... I'm going to come up with some sort of alcoholic pun for that. RSE. We could come up with a Riesling <laughs> or RSE or like a wine, a really nice exotic... He said a wine. Uh, so that, I mean, that's not. Work. It actually might work. I, 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 I'm just I'm spitballing here. That was just off top. Okay. You know, right. I'm I'm I'm, fre- <laughs> I'm freestyle boozing. Although I'm not. <laughs> Although I'm not because hey. I it's, it's I'm 20 days into sober November for those wondering. Um, thank you, thank you. Golf claps. Yeah, he's on now. Judge support. Yes. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving's Thursday. Yes. Thanksgiving's the tw- the 22nd. Mm. Is it your favorite holiday? No. 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 What is your favorite holiday? The birthday we share, January 9th. That's right! <laughs> what an answer! Yes, yes. 
Yes. Josh and I were born on the same day, a couple years apart, but we were both born on January 9th. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you want to throw a co-birthday party? I'm with that. Oh, that could be really fun. Absolutely. Oh, it'd be amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just the social circles that would overlap would be hilarious. And yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's got to be videotaped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the whole thing has to be, has to be filmed. And um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, even yeah. even over our co-birthday, because it's a day where there's no there's no additional thing, the gift giving, and the you just sort of get in one place. You're right. You drink and you eat a lot of delicious food, yes. and then you all fall asleep. Yes. It's the simple. It's the simplest point A to point B thing in the entire world. But then you got the weirdos that go out and go Black Friday shopping. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. You're not a partaker of Black Friday. I've done Black Friday once, and I will never do it again. Was it overwhelming? No. It, it just seemed pointless to me, because I was standing out there in the cold right. just to wait for something that I could have just got off eBay for probably cheaper. For, I mean, <laughs> there you go. I've never participated in Black Friday, and I I think with the in, the 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 increased prominence of internet shopping in any capacity, mm-hmm. you don't need to leave the comforts of your home. Exactly. Uh, that that being said, I think Black Friday's biggest contribution to the society is the J Cole Kendrick Lamar song. <laughs> Black Friday for the folks who have not looked that up look that up Google Google it and and uh, maybe you know you don't necessarily have to look up J. Cole's half of it really just look up Kendrick's yeah, half yeah, of legit, it legit. Um, I wanted to ask you if there's uh, uh, some things that you've been listening to recently some projects that you've been enjoying because for our so hot our hashtag so hot right now recommendation give us what you think is so hot right now it could be movies music television sports uh, uh, books a, an, an, an account, a Twitter account, an Instagram account, a person, anything. It could be any. It could be a food. It could be stuffing. Stuffing <laughs> is so hot right now, just for this one week. Stuffing is stuffing is so. absolutely the best Thanksgiving food. I will. Anybody who says anything other than stuffing is their uh, favorite Thanksgiving dish is wrong. You think so? Uh, that's my. I mean, no, because it's sub, it's a subjective thing. So yeah, yeah. so factually, no. But yeah. stuffing is amazing. Usually depends on who's making it. That's or, a good. Yeah, that's a good question. Or who's making the turkey? Yeah, because if the turkey, what's the so what's the problem with most turkeys, Josh? Most poorly made turkeys. Too dry. Too dry. Too dry. But uh, let me tell you, Charlie Rose, my father, mm. makes a good. I was gonna, I was gonna say the M word. Good <laughs> moist turkey. Okay. Good catch. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's the case. Uh, However, even then, with the gravy on it, it's still it's still the stuffing. It's still the stuffing okay, for me, man. Okay. Now, granted, uh, the the Rose family also makes some some good stuffing. We're hosting for Thanksgiving. Are you doing anything for Thanksgiving? You hosting? You cooking? I, I am sticking around with family. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not cooking. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am uh, definitely going to indulge in a shit ton of food. Food. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll probably only be around six or seven of us, but there will be food for about thirty. Perfect. So, is is our leftovers the best part of Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you put in your leftover Thanksgiving sandwich? Everything. What ingredient? Literally everything. everything. Le- list it off for me, because I don't, I can't put everything in there. Are you kidding me? The cranberry sauce, the gravy, the the uh, the stuffing, the turkey, the mashed potatoes with the butter, the <laughs> the, the anything that can fit in between the freaking sandwich roll. It could possibly give me a heart attack. It's in there. All yeah. right. 
The Thanksgiving heart attack. Yes. All right. We'll go with that. I'm 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 hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. God damn it. What's open? Uh, what's your, <laughs> let's go to Wawa and get the cobbler or the gobbler, or whatever the year round, yeah, right? That's yeah, what I'm talking. Yeah, that's their Thanksgiving the sandwich, right? Yes. Shout out to Wawa. People, a lot of people in the Northeast don't know about Wawa. They don't. They really don't. They don't know. They're like Seven Eleven and Dunkin' Donuts, kid. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like it's like yeah, it's like uh, I don't know what's worse uh, from Dunkin' Donuts, the coffee or the food, you know? The coffee's delicious, man. You like the Dunkin' Donuts I love, coffee. I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. See, spoiler alert, Josh, I've only had coffee like eight or ten times in my uh, whole life. And see, I've only had Dunkin' Donuts yeah. coffee like twice and it was worse than the other coffee. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, maybe I ordered the wrong thing. Maybe I just don't deserve to speak on it because I haven't had coffee enough. No, definitely not. <laughs> you, no, you you cannot speak on that. <laughs> Well, 7-Eleven certainly doesn't compare to Wawa. Definitely not. Wawa's got delicious food. 7-Eleven's only got, you get a free Slurpee on July 11th. That's all they got going for them. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you absolutely ham it at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, and you're like, and you're like, and and you're like, and you're like, those wings, (laughs) those those, those wings are more dried out than any Thanksgiving turkey you could ever eat. But I'm having them right now. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them a, like a bath of ranch. (laughs) No, nothing. Nothing? No, no dip. No dip. No, we're, go- we're going raw. <laughs> bite the carton. Bite the container. We're going in with these 7-Eleven wings. Yes. All right. Uh, other things that I... Uh, so my so, so did you have an album or a project or something that you've been listening to recently that you've enjoyed? Not really a project of any sort, but... Um, Even a song. A or, song? Uh, oh, Joyner Lucas. Mm. I love. Yes. You enjoy Joyner Lucas? It, yeah, very much. Yeah. Very much. He's, he's a... Phenomenal. The best part of Eminem's album. Yep. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. Period. Is, it, what's it, the name of that song? Um, oh, Lucky? Yes. No. Lucky You. Lucky You. Lucky Thank you. you. Yes. Lucky You, which is on Eminem's album Kamikaze, which is largely bad. Yeah. It's largely yeah, very yeah, bad. Yeah, pretty much. He is still good at rapping. It's not. It doesn't mean you make good music. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Did I get it? Yes. Because I know, because you, you're a guy who appreciates good rap. It, like sort of independent of context but and one who appreciates Eminem as one of the best to ever do it which he is yeah but he's in his 40s and he's not making good music anymore I mean I'm not gonna front when I first heard it when I first heard the album from front to back the first couple of times I was like it's actually not that bad right but continuing to listen more and more it's like eh, you know okay maybe it's it, it doesn't kind of mediocre it doesn't age <laughs> no it doesn't age well except for Joyner Lucas. Yes. And were you talking about the song Lucky? You were just talking about him in general. Him in general. Where's Joyner Lucas from, for those unaware? Worcester. He's from Worcester, Worcester Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Not Worcester. Worcester. W-U-S-T-A-H. Worcester, Massachusetts. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he joins the, the, the catalog of Boston rappers, uh, especially recent Boston rappers. We've got Cousin Stiz. Uh, who's from uh, Dorchester? Who's from Dorchester? Millie's Cambridge. Millie's your boy. Yeah, from Cambridge. Yeah, shout out Millie's. Yeah, shout out to Millie's. Uh, Michael Christmas. Michael Christmas, who is also from Cambridge. Yes. yes. Okay, yes. I got that right. After that, I think I'm 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 hard pressed to think of hip hop acts from Ed OG old school. Yeah, that's old school. That's old school. He's from Roxbury, the berry, but not the yeah. fruit, y'all. <laughs> yeah, uh, Slain, obviously. 
Um, I wanted to get I wanted to uh, you know get the the audience hip to some of the Boston hip hop because there isn't there's so much and that's man. that can also be one of the goals for Real Squad Entertainment right absolutely is to be yes. a vehicle for the te- the Boston hip hop talent to yeah. get their their brand out there yes absolutely that'd be that'd be very very cool to be a part of that yes. and because because it's it's Boston hip hop scene never gets mentioned and it kind of shouldn't. Compared to most, you know what I mean? Like, in ter- compared to Atlanta, compared to New York, compared to yeah. Compton, compared to wherever, uh, there are there are there is talent, but it has to be cultivated and like yes. like it's like we're uh, uh, growing crops or something. It's got to be harvested and you know, like uh, 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 nurtured in the right way. Yes. And people, people, young people have to be encouraged to want to make hip hop music and be like, I'm from Boston and I'm gonna rep yeah. being from Boston. Absolutely. It's it's because like the the Boston scene like a lot of artists who are from here, they don't like they won't really support each other like how Atlanta does, how mm-hmm. New York does. Like one one person from New York will be like, okay, I'm big now. I'm gonna come back and get these guys, mm-hmm. watch them soar. Say especially with Atlanta, that's why everyone wants to move to Atlanta. It's incredible. Are going well, like. Like I wouldn't really say L.A. because most people go out to L.A. like and just want to work on their career. Mm-hmm. And, Correct, and they blow up because it's L.A. Like, yes, everybody's it's the out entertainment there. hub yeah. of the country. But like people who I think that also applies to Chicago. Chicago, Chicago acts too. like like uh, 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 Chance and passing it down to No Name, No Name Gypsy, yeah, who's yeah. now blowing up, and Detroit somewhat as well. Um, Houston, Houston's big on that. They, uh, they, Houston, they their own. Houston. If we had to say historically who our favorite rap cities are, Houston is, I think, underrated. Very as much. Far, yeah, as Very far much. as thinking about the the, the lineage of, of the history of hip hop and and what is from Houston, I would yes. put that up there with almost any other city. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. May, may, <laughs> if you had to choose the best hip hop song in the history of any city, I'll take. Uh, international players anthem coming out of although that's half Houston half Atlanta so yeah. we can't call that damn yeah. it yeah. damn it yeah, we, can. we, we, we can't, can't put that, that in one city no. damn it <laughs> <laughs> I I talk about I think every like six or seven pods I have to bring up international players anthem anyway uh, <laughs> I, I, I more more delving into you Josh how did you originally start rapping and how did you decide that it, it was it was something you wanted to do so going back to the essence of it actually, yes the, the the root I was, I was seven years old and I was sitting in my room with my friend Karen and we were watching a juvenile video we right. watching the video for back that ass up or no, something no no no, no 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 it definitely wasn't back that ass up but it was a, it was another juvenile video I forget what I forget exactly what song it was yeah but I was sitting there and I was watching it and I'm like I can't understand a damn word of what you're saying <laughs> But he is on my TV rapping and he's famous. So I turn my head and I look at Karen and I'm like, dude, I can do that. I know I I know I can do that. I've never written a lyric in my life, but goddamn that's, I'm damn sure that's, I can do that. That's incredible. That that's that that you remember that that's the genesis of this whole thing. Yes. Before you ever tried to tried it or anything like that, you were like, yep. Why why can I do this? Cause I'm damn sure better than that guy. Legit. That's so Legit. funny. And ever, ever since then... Shout out to Juvenile. <laughs> Shout out Juvie, man. I can't, I can't front on that. And, uh, rest in peace to Karen as well. He died a few years mm. ago. But, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, that that was that was the essence of it. And ever since then, picked up the pen, grabbed the notebook out of my brother's room, started going. But back then, I never really let anyone know mm. that I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Like even Karen, who I told I could do that, I wouldn't even let anyone know. So when did you turn that corner when you were comfortable letting other people hear you? I would probably say around. Don't talk into your hand. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Just podcast you're right, ethics. You're right, you're right. My bad. <laughs> I would probably say around. 13, 14, mm-hmm. after I uh, I moved out of Massachusetts and uh, me and my family moved to Belize for a little bit and I was writing constantly down there. Like, my parents trying to put me through school down there and it's a third world country. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. If, you ca- if you move there at the age of 14 and you're accustomed to the USA, it's like, you know. But that's uh, that's for another time to talk about. But uh, I, um, I came back. Yeah, we could do a whole Belize podcast, bro. That definitely could. Oh, man. Without question. <laughs> definitely could. But um, I came back, and this was after writing so many notebooks of lyrics. I They literally stacked up to about a foot and a half. Mm. And that was, that was like the 70-sheet the college room. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came back, and all my friends that I had that I met up with, I started rapping for them, and their jaws were just on the floor. Mm. They were like, yo, that's, that's insane. We didn't even know that you rapped. And ever since then, I just kept going with it. I told my parents, and they were like, what the heck? We didn't even know you wrote or anything. Incredible. I, I, like, I played them one of the... Uh, I actually, when I turned... What was it? Eight, 18, 19. I had uh, my, my first own apartment with my brother. And we had this karaoke machine. And it was tape deck. So we would... Me and my boy Jeff, rest in peace, Jeff, Jeffrey... Jay Kells, um, we would have instrumentals playing in the background, and we would literally go through hundreds of tapes, like mm. do, doing second takes and all that stuff, doing dubs, the choruses and all that. Yo, we went through so many damn tapes. It was insane. But um, that was like the first music I actually got to play for anybody, and I have no idea what those tapes are now. <laughs> but yeah, the that was that was around the first time where like that corner was turned. Incredible. And uh, you, when when did you <clears throat> first have, whether it was friends of yours or just uh, professionally, have a producer make some tracks for you? Never actually had a producer make beats for me. They were normally just grabbed offline mm-hmm. or whatever. Or bought like as I got older, I bought them. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Jeez, the first time I ever stepped into an actual studio, I was 17. And I actually still have that CD. Do you? Yes. It was um, uh, um, lyric, uh, MC Execution was the name of the song. There was like six of us on there. I, st- I still know a couple of the people that were on there, but a few of them I only met that day. Right. Like, we just, like, I was... Uh, it was due one of our boys, mine and, mine and Jeff's boys, and we got there, and they didn't even know what the heck they really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, let's just Wu-Tang this shit. Like, let's just <laughs> all hop on a track, too. Let's just write the verses right now. Let's go. So we all sat down. The, instrument, the, the, uh, the engineer played the instrumental over and over. We all wrote our verses and stuff, and I told everybody right off rip. I was like, listen, I'm going last. Period. <laughs> like, 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 I'm the that, anchor. Like, yep, that's it. And Jeff was like, whatever, dude, I'm going first. Jeff went in the booth, killed it. Straight, yeah. His verse uh. was crazy. Straight ripped it. And then the the middle guys, like, 
there was only one other guy that really stood out from everybody else. I, I actually forget his name, to say mm. the truth. But then I went in the booth, and I was like, here we go. So he hit, dude, the engineer hit record, and I started going. And about like three-fourths through, through the uh, the verse, I like lost my breath a little bit, so he stopped. And I can hear everybody outside the booth, like through the headphones, like, yo, that was <laughs> fucking nuts. Like, we, we don't even know if we want our verse on this shit anymore. So I was wow. like, hey, like, hey. this is what I do. <laughs> but, um. A bomb and a bull. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fin- finished the track and friggin' we put it out. Not, re- not really online, but, like, we just pretty much played it for everybody we know or knew. And uh, everyone loved it. They were like, yo, this is fucking nuts. MC Especially that execution. last verse. <laughs> yeah. MC execution. That is so cool, man. Yes. I One thing I wanted to touch on, because we agree about most things, we disagree about some of the modern hip-hop, some of the newest waves of hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to ask what you think of uh, a lot of... some Because some, a lot of the, the, the... I would describe a lot of the music that has charted and been chart-topping hip-hop music over the last two to three years has been trap emo hip-hop. Like, trap, emotionally charged trap music where a lot of these guys sing as much as they rap. Uh, What do you like and not like about this wave of, uh, 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 of guys? Most of it is just, it's unrelatable. But mm. that's normally how it goes when, like, you have younger artists to older artists. That's or, right. Or not even just older artists, just older generations. And, like, it, it it's happened all through music, mm-hmm. like, especially hip-hop. Because you'd, you'd have, like, like, when Snoop Dogg came out, like, there was older guys who were listening to, like, James Brown and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't relate to this stuff. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. This, this is trash. It's horrible. I don't want to hear about guns and drugs and killings and all this stuff right. but people warmed up to it at some point which I honestly think that people are going to end up doing at some point Yeah, with all these new artists so you're saying the fact that you are sort of a generation above these kids yes. is part of the reason why you're not relating to it that's a very, it's a very wise point yeah. <laughs> yeah. a wise man uh <laughs> You, we specifically disagree about one guy in particular, a guy who I think is, and you know who I'm going to say, yeah. uh, is, is I, truly, I truly, truly think he's one of the most important artists making music, Young Thug. I really, 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 really think uh, no. this. I really just firmly believe this, and this is partially because no, I've never heard any person in any music genre, let alone hip-hop, use their voice like an instrument like he does. Uh... And two, so so you started rapping, yes, uh, because of a juvenile video where you couldn't understand a word he said. Exactly. And Young Thug has made it obsolete, like irrelevant, to understand what he is saying. Yes, it is irrelevant. Yes. Uh, I listen to Young Thug songs for precisely zero of the lyrics. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Occasionally, he says something that is hysterically funny. But it's just so stupid. It's so dumb. So 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 <laughs> stupid rap uh is not great in as many contexts as substantial rap. 
yes. wrap that as substance to it. That uh, that's only my opinion though. Yeah, no, no, no. But 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 fa- factually, uh, uh, the most uh, the hip hop artists that have most of their songs have substance to them. Kendrick Lamar, uh, peak Kanye back in the day. Yes. Uh, Common, whomever. Those songs are more playable in more contexts than quote unquote ignorant rap. Yes. Like, like there are not. I'm there are less contexts where I'm gonna play Two Chains and Migos and Young Thug than when I'm going to play Kendrick or Kanye or uh, uh, Peak J Cole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said. When Young Thug on the song I Know There's Gonna Be Good Times with Jamie XX, I love that song, he goes, and I'm gonna lean back in my mic and sing this, I'm a ride in a pussy like a stroller! <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> it, it's, it's, Young Thug makes me smile uh, more than almost I, any other musical artist. And I, you just can't get there. Like, okay. Like, yeah, that right. one line... Is cool, right? All right, but it's not. It's not about the lines. It's just about hearing what his voice does and cracks and high pitches and low pitches and all over the place. It's it's the that. syncopations that he does. I style all the time. I style all the time. Oh yeah. My God, I can't stand it. I love. <laughs> I can't. I love it, that dude. we disagree so hard about this. It, it's, it's my not, favorite it's, disagreement. It's not only his music as well. It's what it's. Also, the type of person that he portrays. That's true. It's like, if I don't like a rapper, like, let's take uh, Waka Flocka Flame, for instance. Who is a great, who I love that dude. I love him. Now, now I Yes. But when I first heard about Waka Flocka Flame, right, (laughs) I was working in the TD Garden Warehouse. (laughs) And my boy Terry, shout out T-Dot, by the way, because I know he's going to hear this. He came up to me and he's like, yo, Jay. You ever heard of Waka Flocka? And I'm like, who? Who are you talking about right now? He's like, Waka Flocka Flame, yo. He's the hottest rap out right now. Obviously joking with me. Right. So so he plays me a video off his phone. He plays and I'm Hard like, in the Paint? I think it was Hard in the Paint. Probably. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, this dude is trash. He's <laughs> like, dude, like his lyrical talent is horrible. Like, mm. I, like get this out of my face. I don't want to listen to it. Right. But as time went on, and he got a little bit better, mm-hmm. somewhat, in his, his hyped-ass music, obviously. Man, right, I, I right. Lo- I, I love that shit now, but I was like, all right, cool. I will accept Waka. But Young Thug, that's not going to happen. I love <laughs> Amazing. No way. Part of it, part of the, describ- <laughs> uh, the difference between those two dudes is I don't really know much about Thug at all. I've never really watched his interviews. I don't really know what he's about. You should. Uh, and I, and I should and that might that might influence my opinion one uh, one way or the other about him. Uh, Flaka, I want to hang out with that guy. Every yes. time I see him interviewed, yes. I really want to hang out with him. I'm with that, I and I think that, that really world. helps. Uh, Any uh, two chains is, is a sim- in a similar way. Yes. Um, although he's 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 just the the glitziest. He's the <laughs> head to toe Gucci, just constantly. I, and I and I love him and would want to hang with him too, but also for part of the spectacle. Like Flaka, I don't need any of that. I could yes. just be on a couch in a random basement with like chilling, yes, listening to music with 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 him and his boys. And <laughs> he's got a big smile, and he he doesn't seem bothered by much. No, no. Uh, so shout out to Waka Flaka Flame, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, I, I may Josh and I forever disagree about Young Thug. Forever, Absolutely. I love it. 
Um, <laughs> before we get out of here, we have to talk about uh, the fact that you were right next door when the as the Red Sox made their run they, to the World Series because yes, you run. Yes. You want to explain to the people what you do? Uh, <laughs> I'm actually the manager of the Bullpen Kitchen and Tap, which is on Yawkey Way or Jersey Street. Jersey Street. If, if you will. Um, yeah, we uh, we were open during uh, Game 5 while they were away. Yep. It was absolutely packed yep. to the guts. And uh, we watched them take it. Yeah, and it you watched Manny Machado insane. strike out and fall down to one knee. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, Josh it, closed his eyes and reminisced right in front of me. absolutely perfect. Oh, it, was, it was poetry in motion. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you think that uh, baseball is gonna stay relevant even though it's become less relevant nationally god damn it damn it <laughs> so sorry uh just because baseball is becoming less relevant in america as a whole do you think it'll ever get irrelevant in boston no no because w- working at lansdowne and you working at the ta- uh bullpen you you can see that it's just it's such a fabric of boston life yes going to fenway and going to games and the fact that the team uh, just 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 is always going to contend because they have so much money to spend and still sells out and people mm-hmm. still love going to games. Answer me this, though, Josh. If you went to a game in Fenway in July, a beautiful, perfect day, uh, and there's the, the stadium's filled and the beach balls are going around and get your peanuts here and the, 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 there's like <laughs> uh, the wave and the Sweet Caroline and they were mowing grass instead of playing a baseball game, would you have like 90% as much fun? Would you still have like ninety percent as much fun? Yes, yes. <laughs> so we do agree about that. Yes, absolutely. That the that the the allure of the Red Sox and a Fenway is as much about the vibe mm-hmm. as it is about the playing of the game. The atmosphere in that park is phenomenal, which yeah. I sincerely think you are not going to get anywhere else. And I I want to go to Wrigley Field someday and go to a Cubs game. I want to go to Dodger Stadium and go to a Dodgers game. Mm-hmm. I even might even go to the 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 monstrosity amusement park that is Yankee Stadium and go to a game yeah. there. Which yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's an amusement park. Yeah. But but uh Fenway if 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 you're going to come to Boston, it's one of the first things people think of and it's mm-hmm. for a reason. Yes. And it uh it is the reason we know each other, which is exactly. pretty cool. Uh, how do you think episode 100 went, Josh? Very well. Do you do you have anything else that just happens to be on your minds before we skedaddle? Yeah, keep your eye out for Real Squad Entertainment. Real Squad, the fucking world. Hashtag RSE. Hashtag Real Squad Entertainment. Hashtag the original Big J. Hey. You can listen to Interstate right now at SoundCloud.com. Uh, yes, anywhere, Spotify, anywhere. iTunes, it's yes. all over the place. I love Josh's song, Interstate. Um, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at soundcloud.com slash fightingfirewithfire. You can follow us and like us and comment on Facebook at facebook.com slash Show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Show. Email us, Show at gmail.com. Come see me at Lansdowne Pub tonight. It's tomorrow night presently, but by the time you hear this, it'll be tonight. Or come see me at my mom's restaurant, Bella Luna and the Milky Way uh, Lounge at 284 Amory Street in Jamaica Plain on Friday night. I'm running a night called Thank Funk for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Thank Funk for Thanksgiving. Come. I don't care how, how uh, young or old or what creed or color you are, provided you're over 21 because it's a bar, obviously. Mm-hmm. And come <laughs> and move your hips with me because you know I will be. Mm-hmm. Josh, 
thank you very much for being uh, uh, not only uh, my boy, but uh, a great podcast guest and someone who I hope to have on this podcast for years and years to come. For the original Big J, Josh Davis, I'm AJ Rose. This has been Fighting Fire with Fire, episode 100. 100. We'll see you guys next time.